Pizza. 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 Well, you wanted this number. Hi, everyone. We're also streaming live on Instagram right now. If you hear us talking to what might sound like (laughs) random people in the background that don't exist, they're on Instagram. Um, And in our heads. (laughs) Plot twist. Uh, So, episode 69. We got. 69. He's like chomping on his dog bone if we're cool with the crunching in the background. Doesn't matter. Where this is your show. What, what like? This is actually your episode. Oh, Hi, Sarah. Is it? <laughs> this is your episode. Uh, let's cheers. Cheers. Cheers to 69th episode. 69th episode. Sticking to it, right? Sticking to it. 365 days. Mm. It is happening, and it's my version of a of a of a old fashioned. Is what we're having, you know? Yeah. This is explain I'm not very good at how. Making them yet. This is good. Well, I made my own, but it's because of what you taught me. But explain how you do it. For those that are wanting to know I, the Drew Barbas old fashioned. I went on the interwebs and they told me. I don't even know if it's right, but apparently... Spill your guts. It's just, it's simple. It's a, uh, well, simple syrup or, or a sugar cube. A couple dashes of bitters, which you can purchase everywhere. And then uh, ice cubes, swirl it all together, and then um, express <laughs> a like a silver dollar size of an orange peel. Mm-hmm. So over it. Over yeah. Express the oils. Yep. Upon the ice cube sugar bitters concoction, and then mix in um, a couple fingers of bourbon. It's mighty nice. I like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. But I sim- haven't made one where yet where I'm like, yeah, this is really good. I, I'm good at making them, but I'm good at drinking them. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> That's part of it, though. That's, That's part, part of, of becoming a really good bartender, in-house barbus bartender. You are actually the bartender. Mm-hmm. Are you not? I am. Yeah. Uh, back in college, I used to drive the bev cart. For those that have ever been on the golf course and they see um bath cart girl uh had to learn how to do drinks on i don't know most random it was usually like captain and coke though it wasn't you know super fancy but i did go bartender school i did go to bartender school i did not graduate i apparently have lifetime access if i want to go back and graduate which i think it's just downtown minneapolis who knows if they're even open anymore i think i got like a a paper ticket that said, like, you can redeem this for life, but you have to keep the ticket. Good for one bartending <laughs> school. Yeah. I think it was, like, $200. But what I do want to say is they they gave you, like, flashcards for all the drinks, but I could never remember. So, good story. <laughs> yeah, you were Bev Cart Girl. Bev Cart Girl. I actually worked at a golf course as well. We have a lot of uh, interesting similarities. Parallels. Our parallel timelines. Yeah. Because I was also working at a golf course for a while, but I was um, I was working as. Were you the ball washer? Yeah, I would wash balls, which <laughs> I'm very talented at doing. And uh, we'd stack Your own. them. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we would stack them. I mean, this is episode sixty-nine, so we got to talk oh, about balls. Oh, we do. At some point. Not that balls, balls and... have anything to do with it. But, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, we'd stack them in these pyramid type 
type deals and all these rich guys would be hitting balls. I'd be driving the cart at the range and yeah. they'd be trying to hit me. And, and you were like, fuck you, man. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's all good. I mean, those things are like indestructible. And then we would, uh, I'd have to wash their clubs and, and things like that, but yeah. Yep. And so then that I was would a actually, parallel. that was one of my first little side businesses because I would go and find all of the ball, like I knew where people would shank balls and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'd find all the really nice balls, wash them up, and then sell them right back to the same guys. Born entrepreneur. <laughs> I'd sell them their own stupid balls back to them. <laughs> You're like, this is ridiculous. For half the price. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sorry. Brand new balls. Sorry, Clubhouse. Fresh and clean for you. That is hilarious. Oh. What other parallels do we have? We had the college one, which we talked about on another podcast, uh, your other podcast well, episode yeah, where you were on here. We worked together. Because we've literally been like, choo, choo, choo. oh, nursing home. We yeah, both nursing. worked at a nursing well, home. Well, yeah, retirement, Alzheimer's. Yeah. That's where I worked for yeah. a year or two. Or a summer or two or whatever. That was me too. I had one summer at a nursing home. And it was just horrible. It was horrible. It was so hard. That's so, hard. so, so hard. Yeah. Especially when you like, really like re- really really get to know them and then like the next day they're gone and you're like this is incredibly difficult yeah yeah, yeah. i always play like old timey music for them and stuff yeah records i'd paint the one there was a couple that i could paint their nails they'd let me do that which i really liked yeah so we had that parallel also yeah. the fact that before we knew each other you were in my house Multiple, t- like the different houses I lived in in college, you were there at different times, and but we didn't know each other and we didn't meet, or we were right. like, you could look back on like Facebook memories mm-hmm. of pictures and stuff like that. We realized, oh, we were at the same party or we were there at the same time, but we didn't meet each other until right until we met each other. Yeah, and I was in a relationship through up until what junior sophomore year. Anyway, so I probably met you, but I was like, oh, he's cute, but then no, like, wait, had the blinders on. We never met. I probably saw you. I, I bet I saw you. On campus, at least. Well, yeah, it wasn't that big a school. but Yeah, but you're cute, so I would have been like, oh, he's cute. I had long, goofy hair then, though. You're way and I guess long. what? I have long, goofy hair now, too, again. <laughs> Fucking A. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Kayla. Yourself. We're just living in a big figure eight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just a shit show. <laughs> Speaking of college, roommate Kayla. Hello. Kayla and I were roommates freshman year. Oh, so awesome. Right. Hi, hi, hi. Um, yeah, college. Any other parallels Stones that Hall we've had? No, Holes Hall was where it was at, right, holes Kayla? Hall That's was garbage. Bunch of holes, hall. Bunch of hoes up in holes. Bunch hall. of holes and holes. <laughs> they demolished that building. That's because it sucked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Stearns I don't know. Best. I loved I loved college. College was the best. So much fun. Okay, yeah, let's get into this podcast was. episode. So, um, those that are on right now, ask us any questions. Like, feel free. And we do have some questions that people have asked too, just to like Ooh. riff on together. I don't want you to see them all. The- look away, because you're really good at just no look away. Because I know I'm looking at the you're looking phone. at the phone. Okay. All right. First one. This one's for you, Drew. Have you seen a UFO? Yes. I think they were UFOs. Twice. Okay. Two different experiences. All right, let's hear it. I mean, it wasn't like abducted or anything. 
but that you know of. Well, yeah, I guess. they they uh, men in black you when they're yeah, done. Yeah, no, because it was very <laughs> seamless transitions between everything that was happening. A lot of it was kind of like, whoa, okay, mm-hmm. like that's a UFO. Well, I guess I should walk away now. No, um, <laughs> go towards the, the light. The star. The stories are fairly mundane, like. I was leaving my house in Rochester, and this was maybe 20, this was before drones were a thing, so, like, don't get at me, like, oh, it's a fucking drone, man, it's just a drone, this was, like, back in early 2000s, drones weren't a thing yet, other than, like, the United States Army bombing the fuck out of people, but that's, like, but that wouldn't happen in Rochester, Minnesota, no, it didn't. And, and so I, it was like dusk, getting darker. Step outside, and I can confirm this was with another person. And we both were like, okay, look at them. Oh, okay, the stars look kind of cool. And I used to live in this little area. It was just outside of the city. It, and you could still see the stars pretty well. And all of a sudden, coming from the west, there's like this orb dot thing. And at first, we're like, oh, it must be a satellite or just a star, like a weird star. But it was tracking different directions. Like, it it was constantly kind of, like, going one way and then the other. And then, like, it was just kind of, like, diddling around. And it wasn't blinking, so we know it wasn't an airplane. But it was just this orb, um, bright orb that was just going in all these funky directions. Scary. Yeah, it was really weird. And then, so we'll stop him then. And then, um, I mean, essentially what happened then, there, it was like this big flash, uh, almost like a comet's tail, and then it was gone. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that was it. Like, nothing crazy happened. But it was not going in like normal flight patterns. It wasn't blinking. It was just this weird orb thing. And then, um, what, in this past year, I was taking Leo on a walk. Mm-hmm. And there was, a, there was a similar thing. It was, but this looked, it looked, it was very similar. It was just like this, it almost looked like a star. But it was like way closer, way lower in the atmosphere. Like it was like floating above the cities. Twin Cities, and it was going in weird patterns as well. Nowadays, I'm more apt to think that is what it's well, a Well, remember that night that we went out to look for the Northern Lights, and that drone followed us on that road? We were, like, going... Remember we were over by Waconia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. that was so intense. Yeah, I don't like drones. That was... I don't like Holy... Sh- okay, so we were driving in the car. We're like, we're going to go. We're, we're sort of in the city, but we can sometimes... Um, if we drive out a little bit further, sometimes we can get like really nice, well, you get really nice stars when you go out that way. So we're like, oh, they were talking about Northern Lights were going to be super powerful. So we're like, all right, let's go out at, this was before we had a baby. <laughs> I think we were out at like midnight, one o'clock, something like that. Um, and we were driving around and we went through this town and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like a UFO. There's like this thing hovering. And it was sort of lining up like parallel with our car. So I rolled down the window and I'm looking at it. 
and it kept following and kept following and I'm like what the hell is this this is so crazy like it's following us and so we go into the city and you could see some of the city lights were like reflecting on the bottom of it and I was like oh shit it's a drone um but it was one of those oh, freaky moments but so we get out and we're driving out of Waconia and then it like took off and went down a cornfield or something like that but that was pretty cool yeah hey drone people like just chill out yeah you do you ever like go to festivals around. and it's like um oh i'll get to your question kayla go to festivals and they have like the hovering drone that like comes over the people and um it's i don't That's know they just though. yeah but what if you're camping and the drone like comes down and it's just hanging out and looking at you that's what i mean well that yeah that's i think if you have a drone at a show like a big outdoor festival yeah and I don't getting know. I like just... footage and video and stuff i think that's a little different than actually you got a bunch of drone your footage your at your gig i shouldn't hate on it Which your one? ltd one you had oh greg yeah, was yeah, flying yeah, the drone yeah. around above oh, yeah. all the people I mean, greg we're gonna have to get some of that footage so we can use it later but that's different yes. i think than like if you're just walking your dog in a neighborhood and all of a sudden there's a drone like floating around it's like is are on. people allowed to do that um, I think so, to a certain height. Height? Yeah, because... Can they go look in your windows? Well, no, they're not supposed to. But, like... How about neighbor guy with the drone? That's what I mean. Looking at like, me in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know what that's... But that's what I mean, is, like, go to an open field, go somewhere. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be in a populated area with a drone. It's just weird. It is just weird. It's like, just stop being weird. Stop being weird. I know. Speaking don't of do being weird, shit. Like, don't don't like don't be weird with your little gadgets. What was the um, Netflix? Sound was like it? an old man, but don't walk in my yard. Don't have your flying <laughs> machines at me. I don't want to see your flying machines. I'm trying to have a beautiful day with my top hat and cane and monocle. <laughs> you do flick them off when you see them. It's really funny. I do. I'll flick them off. Yeah, you just sit there like mean mugging them with your mm. middle finger in the air like, motherfucker. Like if I had a net gun right now, I'd shoot <laughs> that net gun at it so fast. Yeah, well, that one day I was I in the backyard sun tanning and we need to move to the country because I just, I'd rather, I want to be like butt naked in my backyard and not give a fuck. But we're too close to neighbors right now. And the neighbor guy was like, he had a drone and I could hear this weird noise happening and it was like coming up over the fence and stuff and I'm just like, the fucking neighbor guy has a drone and probably saw my butt cheeks. Like, get out of here. Um, what is the, what's the show that we watched about connect, like telepathy with UFOs? What was that? I don't remember. Encounters? No, not encounters. Fifth dimension. I mean, I do it. I would look at my phone, but it's on here. I mean, I talk to uh, aliens uh, on a regular basis. So <laughs> you know. Yeah, you do. What? Well, okay, so we've got. They have to be registered as an aircraft type yeah. thing and have to be within a certain amount of feet. Okay, yeah. got it from residents. That's good. And I mean, they can only fly so high because you don't want to get it interfered with like planes or right. anything else. And we're not that far away from the airport, so it's kind of like, could be a little sketchy. But I'm just like, come on, just go out onto a field or something. You just shouldn't do it I know. around people. Yeah, it's I know. It's weird. Well, we've covered that. 
Yeah, now you all know how we feel about drones. If you're you a fly drone a drone person, over our house, drone, we're going to lose our mind. <laughs> if you have a drone, like, it's cool. And I understand you can do cool videos and photos and stuff. I get it. Yeah. Just fuck off. Like, just, just, fuck don't, off. just don't be fuck by off. my house. That was like a British fuck off. Fuck, fuck, fuck off. off, you drone. Fuck off, drone. Get out man. of here. Fuck I'll off, throw my crumpet at you. I will shoot a, a web at you. <laughs> um, okay, alcohol is kicking in. Um, okay, so we got Also, yeah, we don't like always drink. No, I know. I That was my thing. It's like. With, I don't know why you do that. I, I know, but here's the thing when you and I have a cocktail and then we get on the podcast and then we talk for two hours. I get a bunch of messages and people are like more drinking on the podcast. It was so funny. So we're just going to, we give the people what they want. We give the people. people what they want. Hey, alcohol, alcohol is not a bad thing unless you make it a bad thing. That's just like food. That's just like whatever. So we're going to go with that. Um, Kayla asked the question though. Hi, Becca. Um, Kayla said, how's baby boy? He's super good. Uh, today he grabbed his nook and put it in his mouth and I got it on camera cause I was like super proud moment, like such proud moment. Oh, he's the best. Like there's a question coming up for him. So we'll, we'll save it for that because he's just amazing. Um, <laughs> someone said more Leo exclamation. Leo, he's down here with us. Leo is our dog, for those Yeah, Leo is our white German Shepherd. Come here. Come on. Come on. You want to come on the camera? Come here, buddy. Come on. If you're on the podcast. Oh, he's and... mad now because we took his bone away. Yeah. Well, he, but... he was really loud. <gasps> come on. Come here. We, so, we want to show your face. Want a treat? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. He'll come, <laughs> he'll come whenever he wants. Anytime that he's like not. Yeah. He's like, I know you want me to be there. So, therefore, not going to happen. Um, when is the festival? When is the festival, Drew? Which festival? Our festival that we're making and creating. Um, TBD. No, what does Michael Scott say? TDB. TBB. <laughs> no, TDB. TDB. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, but I don't know. But he was like, when they were rolling out the technology and he's like, Everyone, get ready. TDB, because he was trying to be cool. All right, anyways, those of you that watch The Office, the you understand. will be coming. Yes, festival. It's all in my head right now. And her head. We it's, had a festival We're manifesting last year. it. Did we talk about the, our, our music festival last year? Did we talk about it? I don't think so. Oh, he found another bone. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, last year we had a music festival, but it was in our house. Oh, and yeah. I made tickets and everything. VIP oh, passes. Oh, you gotta, because we were very newly pregnant. Actually, okay, we do need to say this. This day, and it'll segue into our festival thing here. Um, this day, 365 days ago, I took a bath <laughs> in the middle of the day because I was feeling kind of huh. And then I took a pregnancy test afterwards, found out we were pregnant on this day a year ago. And, um, a couple weeks into the future, probably sometime in February, uh, I don't know, you know, like when you're newly pregnant and you're just nauseous and everything's kind of like, you don't feel like doing anything. You're super tired, exhausted. Um, that's how we were in February. That's how I was. 
and Drew put together. Explain, you guys. Barbara's Palooza. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> 2021. 2021. I don't know even what year it is anymore. It, it, literally 2020 they all are in to now seems like one really big fucking long year. It does. Um, yeah. So we did a, um, a concert night. And that entailed... Yeah, we were down here. Yeah, I said, hey, wifey, you cannot go down to the basement. Yeah. Off limits for the day. Can't go downstairs. Don't go. Mm-hmm. And what I did is I set up the surround sound, and my band, we have, like, um, LED light strips and things. So we, I set the light strips up to be sound activated, and I turned up the the surround sound and our big TV and all that downstairs and had a concert going. Oh, but you got to explain. Okay, so you're leaving out parts. <laughs> no, I don't even. You, you explain. I don't, I don't okay. know what I so, uh, you don't know, I don't know what I did. All right. So I was upstairs on the couch and we w we were like, let's get pizza tonight. Right. I had no idea he was planning this whole thing, by the way. So we're like, let's get pizza. But the kind of pizza I like was spicy when you're pregnant, newly pregnant, spicy food is just food in general is horrible. Um, so I was like, get a margarita pizza. I'll try to eat it. And so you went out, you got pizza and... Before you left, you must have had this set up because I, you now I you're did. remembering, yeah, I remember. um, you had it all set up, but I, I like did not move from the couch because there was no moving me at that point. And so he left the house, goes get pizza. And as he's pulling in, I hear like, you know, when you, if you've ever done, if you've been to a show and there's sound check in the beginning and it's usually like a, a guitar or, oh my gosh, a drum going like this and it's like, Sorry, and it's like. They're fine. They can handle it. Um, and so it's like this like echoing drum beat, like when getting set for a show. The kick drum. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Doom, 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 and all of a sudden this loud noise is coming from the basement. And in our basement here, it's like a musician's music person's dream because there's surround sound. He's got his music studio over there. Like it's, it's pretty epic. So anyways, he's driving up. And I hear the kick drum for like an opening show happening in our basement. And I'm like, what is going, what is happening in my house right now? Right. And so he comes in through the door and you can hear like this energy of a show getting started in the basement. Crowd is like yeah. Going. And if you know anything about us, if you're new here, Drew's a musician. We spent a lot of our life like gigging and touring and um, just pre-covid pre-covid <laughs> yeah we're not really and we lived out of our though. suitcase and slept in vehicles and random houses and um and so like music is in our blood right so <laughs> he comes through the door and i'm like what's going on you're like oh the show's getting started and he walks up to me and he had printed out do we have it down here uh maybe the, I don't know. there was a vip badge that he created and it was to barbus palooza so it was like our own little show. So he comes up with the VIP badge and tickets. And he's like, okay, everything's happening in the basement. Let's go to the basement together. And so he walks me down here again, newly pregnant, like smells and things just kind of make you feel, huh? Um, so I could smell pizza and I was like trying to hold it together <laughs> and get down to the basement. Huh? Yeah. And he had cute little mocktails set up. And did you find it? Yeah. Am I, I thought it was hanging on one of the knobs or something. Um, 
but anyway, so we get downstairs, and he's like, um, you got it. I a ticket. I, the ticket is cooler than the badge. Yeah, but he, like, I'm showing the people on Instagram right now. So we had the, our VIP, actually, it's probably from one of your shows. So we, um, we're having mocktails and, like, hanging out, and we, and he was, like, playing, um, like, more of, like, intro music. What were we listening to? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam? Um, so we are listening to Pearl Jam, and it was, like, the, a, like, a live show. Like, he recreated a live show in the basement. And we were down here, and then he turned all the lights off, and it was, like, this strobe light show. We were <laughs> dancing. Um, you had a VIP area set up. Yeah. I'll... So Sorry. when it comes up in my memories, I'll post it on here so you guys can see the video because it was so much fun. It was so thoughtful. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Those yeah. are one of those memories that are like, they're seared in there. You made it so special. That was a good time. Yeah. What? So that was our festival. Yeah, that was that was our 2021 festival. Yes. Our future <laughs> f music festival, our actual music festival and yoga and... Um, Wait, what did we say last time? Not a conference, but... Uh, you, uh, no, you, someone you was said joking, saying that. Business festival? Yeah, they're like, it's called a conference. I'm like, no, I don't want it to be called a conference. It's got to be something, called, <laughs> something else. Yeah, a business festival. Um, someone asked a question. Becca says, uh, my sis is that way right now, newly pregnant. Any tips? Ginger. <laughs> Ginger tea. The wrist... What the? What do they call them? Sea light? Sea bracelets anyways it does a pressure point on your wrists right there both sides that helped me for nausea um sleep ginger as much chews, as you can yeah ginger chews real ginger uh making like a ginger elixir like you can boil some ginger and hot water on the stove that smells really good in the house too uh spicy food ugh. and i think it depends if you're having a boy or girl you know I really do. I think that depends. Uh, luckily, I wasn't too nauseous. I never threw up with Damien, which was great. But I hear gals that have... Actually, if Kayla's still in here, I heard that um, she was having a hard time with nausea throughout her entire pregnancy. I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. Um, start, it's a lot. So I hope that helps. <laughs> um, festivals. What is our vision? We shared a little bit about it, but festival, music, networking, entrepreneurship, just hella good music and a really good time and a great place to meet like-minded souls. Like that's what I picture is just this epic coming together of like-minded people who just want to have fun over a weekend. You want to network to like, you know, see like what connections you have and another person has. I think every single person is like a a universe in themselves of like the infinite amount of connections that all of us have. And so to like hive mind together and uh, workshop together and do yoga or, you know, whatever that looks like is literally what I envision this look like. But on the backbone of all of it is like really fucking good music, like a ton of fun, um, networking in the day, party by night and just having a blast. I want to do it at like a resort too. Beach. Yeah, a beach would be amazing. So if you do it at, like an all-inclusive place, would be cool. Oh, Kayla. Um, I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. So or that's if you gonna could, happen. Like, convince a resort in the U.S. to do 
excuse me, all inclusive. That'd be cool. Convince. We just gotta, like, manifest it and negotiate. We'll make it happen. There are many places that are like that in the U.S. That are all inclusive. Right. Florida? Aren't there a couple in Florida? I think there's Florida and a couple in Texas. You know. Like I said not many. Well, and it's like, where would you want to go all inclusive in like Connecticut? Yeah. <laughs> I hear the leaves are very beautiful. In the fall. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, we're moving on. That's I've our never festival been in vibe. Mimi, actually, yes, I have. I used to have a show there. Um, how did you come up with Damien's name? Mm. Well, I, there's not, there's no real like s- special person or anything like that that we're naming him after. Right. Uh, there's a lot of weird coincidences. Yeah, but this like, is for, a so really that good was the name too. that. Before we even were talking about ever having kids, or when we ever we first started thinking about like years before, we're like, you know, what if kind of name? If. Yeah, if if we ever wanted to have a kid or whatever, what I mean, what what names do you like, right? Like everyone who's in a long term relationship, I think at some point we'll kind of just start talking about that, right? Yeah. Um, and literally, we both talked about Damien first, and mm-hmm. then that was just always the name that we liked. Yeah. Always. Um. We also had one other name that we like too, which I don't want to say. Then don't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I was prompting you not to say it. It's really more than anything. Is that why you gave me dagger eyes? Yeah. I'm don't, kidding. Don't, don't <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Don't you fucking but, say uh, that. <laughs> essentially, like, that's. It just always was meant to be that. The other yeah. weird thing. Yes, this is so good. So, we had Damien. And we didn't tell anybody his name until he was born. Because mm-hmm. we didn't even really know right up to the second. I mean, we did, but we didn't. It was down between two names, and we were kind of back and forth a little bit. But his was really coming through strong. Yeah. I mean, Damien Constantine Barbas is badass. It is so badass. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when we told my parents... It was very funny because they were freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Because apparently, and I didn't know this, that was going to be my name. <laughs> Damien was going to be my, like, it was down between Damien and Drew, or Andrew, for me, mm-hmm. and my parents went with Andrew. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's crazy. That is, how in the world that that came full circle? Yeah. It's just so... Mm-hmm. so cool so cool yeah so that was weird yeah and i don't know i had weird synchronicities because i'm like that but i would say to myself like we were down to these two names and i was like all right if i see the number 33 then that's the one i'm going with and it was like every day i would see 33 <laughs> it was so funny and it was just constant because, you know, if I was looking for his name out there, I, we weren't going to run across it because it's such a unique name. Not a lot of people pick it. It has some ties to like some movie of the, what, the 70s or 80s. I don't know, with some negative connotation, which whatever. Um, we love the name. We love it. It's a good, strong name. And so, um, yeah, I would just go on through my day and I'd see 33 everywhere. And it was like, okay, all right, he's already speaking to me from the other side. <laughs> Hi, Leah. Um 
So, yeah. That's a, that's, and then that's that was. Kind of the story. I, yeah. Yeah. But that's so cool. Like, that's so cool to find that out. And your mom, like, we were talking to them the other night, and she's like, uh, she's like, I was so blown away that that was his name. Like, she couldn't even fathom the idea that that was his name. Because that was ultimately going to be yours. Mm-hmm. It's just strange how things work out. And I just, I think sometimes that we're, I don't know, we're so meant to go, like, have synchronicities like that in life and to remind ourselves that there's something so much more powerful at play because, you know, for the longest time, we were undecided if we were going to have kids. I say kids as, like, more than one (laughs) as we're looking at him on the uh, baby monitor. It's weird to say it. We were going to have a kid. Yeah, it's weird to just, yeah, true. We were going to have a child. Yeah. Or an extended family more than our... Yeah, because we were on the go. We were on the go for years and loved that lifestyle, too. Um, Okay, so that's how his name came about and then the weird synchronicity of all of it. Um, Where to listen to Drew's music? Everywhere. (laughs) The music is everywhere. The vibrations are flowing through the universe and the airwaves and the molecules and the atoms. And it's just vibrating through all that is life. Just well, put you your ear, put your ear to the ground, and you'll hear him. <laughs> just close your eyes and think of me, and you will hear my voice upon you. Uh, you can actually hear us in, on Spotify. You can hear my music on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, SoundCloud. What do they look? Because you you're in multiple search, projects. Yeah, so I have a couple different groups that I play with. Um, the Morning Kings is my funk rock band out of the Twin Cities here. And if you like kind of weirder, more electronic rock, uh, you can look up Umbra Maze. U-M-B-R-A-M-A-Z-E. That's a new project I'm working with, a producer named Collage. He is originally from the Philippines, uh, now lives in California. And we write and record remotely and do all these things. And... Um, yeah, you can find Umber Maze and the Morning Kings everywhere. Spotify. Wherever you want to go. Wherever you listen to music. Yeah. And I got a lot of the weird stuff coming too. Mm-hmm. So if you like weird if you like weird music and if you like not weird music, I'm your guy. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. If you like funk rock, I'll Adult alternative, acoustic rock, and electronic <laughs> rock, and EDM beats. <laughs> um, I'm your dude. Alright, here's a good question. How do you find your soulmate, and do they exist? Uh, that was a question for me? Well, we or both can talk about it. Question? How do you find your soulmate, and do they exist? Well, do they exist? Yes. Um, how you find them, you don't. I think they find you. True. And it's like once you love yourself enough and are open enough and ready, then, uh, the right fit will, will find you. I also think that, like, you meet different people at different times in your life, Mm -hmm. at different stages, Mm -hmm. you're going to be a different puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. And they're going to fit you at that time. Mm-hmm. 
where it like connects and like makes a whole picture. Yeah. Makes a whole soul. Whole. A whole soul. A demon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And throughout different points in your life, you're going to be a different puzzle piece, and you're going to meet different people. They're going to be different puzzle pieces, and at some point, it's going to connect and um, make that picture. Mm-hmm. The real question is, is, like, is it a soulmate, or are there soulmates? Mm-hmm. And, like, just different, depends on when you're alive, uh, where you are, all those different kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think How like. How weird do you want to go? The conversation is. The you can go question. weird. You can go. Do you want to make us another drink? No, 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 no. I was gonna say because they're both empty. Um, no, I think that even like friends can be soulmates too. There's just this knowing when you meet a certain person, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, like we've done this before. Like you feel like you've, you're like, do I, I recognize you? Right. Like there's this thing of synergy that happens and this connection of like. You, lo- you love being around each other. You understand each other. It's like, it doesn't always have to be like the love romantic. of your life relationship. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Yeah, because like, be... it could be a coach. Like, I have a coach that I'm like, I learned so much from her because I have such synergy with her. Like, I totally understand her. And it's, it's so powerful. Like, it could be a mentor. It could be, it could be a family member too that you're just like, you have such a really strong connection to a family member. It could be, I don't know, like, who else? Bandmates. Bandmates, yeah, yeah, project like stuff. But it's like people, too, sure. and it's like you can shift, like, let's go weird with it. If you're looking to shift your life, right? Oh, my gosh, we've been listening to so many. Like, today we started our whole day on this Joe Dispenza kick. If you have heard of Joe Dispenza... If you haven't, now you do. Um, Joe Dispenza. So we started this morning listening to how to rewire your mind for like a powerful future. And becoming essentially the person that you want to become is an inside job, right? So you really want to work on yourself in like meditation and mindset work and to really attune who you are to cast a new vibe, to cast a new future for yourself. Like everything starts from the inside. And, um, hi Sarah. So everything starts from the inside. And so it's like, you can, let's say you're, you're going on this new direction in your life. Maybe like literally this could be anything from relationships to career, to health and wellness, to whatever. Like maybe you want a a new relationship or a new, a new career and you are shifting lanes and you're becoming this new person ultimately you're going to find people along that path oh the connection's cutting out um you're going to find people along that path that i would call soulmates because you're meant to come together because it's like everyone is in this tapestry together of life that when you cross like the web over this way you're going to meet people that are also coming this way does that make sense so that's i i don't think soulmates is just like the whole love story that people talk about is like you find your soulmate and you connect eyes from across the room and you're just like this is it this is the one right i don't think it's like that i think it's much more of a uh, time like you got to spend time together you got to get to know each other oh you're jumping into this hi drew barbus um (laughs) drew's jumping on the instagram live uh so i don't think it's 
fake it or leave it. You know what I mean? And I think if you get too caught up in this whole like romantic movie of that's the way it has to be, then ultimately the thing that you're chasing, you're, you're repelling it. And that's the same thing with anything in life. If you're constantly chasing it, you're actually sending out an energy of repulsion. So it's all an inside job. Everything is such an inside, like it's everything starts in and it can manifest it out. I think also you have to be willing to, I mean, when you talk like relationships, let's say uh, a marriage mm-hmm. or a friendship, I guess any kind of relationship, you have to be like willing, you have to be willing to grow with that person and grow together because you are not going to be the same person that you, like, you're not going to be the same person right. throughout your whole life. Right. Like, literally. Physically, you will not be the same person. Every couple of, however many years, like, your cells completely change out. Like, your liver completely changes out. Mm-hmm. You're literally not the same person. Right. Well, and your values and your mindset shift. Your experience and, change. Like, yeah. All the instru- Unless you're a drone. change and all that stuff. So, you have to be, you have to find somebody that you can grow with and grow together. Mm-hmm. And metamorphosis and change together mm-hmm. uh, otherwise um someone will you know you just grow apart literally mm-hmm. and yep. that could be friendships or family members or whoever mm-hmm. so i think that goes that plays into it as well very true yeah. words of wisdom that we think we have <laughs> well, it's just from our experience so far <laughs> this one's from cooper where do babies come from? I was asking Damien that question yesterday. <laughs> I was like, what? What was going on before all of this? Yeah, right? Where were you before, like, what dude? what were you doing? Were you just... Just waiting for us. Flying around? Like, were you just hanging out? Were you just... What was going on? What do you say? He just <laughs> smiled at me. He's like, ha ha, I'll never tell. Yeah, exactly. And then he just smiled and then like got all bashful i'm like okay i think that's the answer well so it's interesting because there's a family member who's talked about her daughter has been saying things like like daddy was my baby in the other in the other time i was here like stuff like that i think that is so fascinating and if you haven't read the book journey of souls Get the audiobook, eat an edible, and just listen to it because it is such a fantastic book on uh, what happens before life. Like, it's one of those books if you're willing to go there. Hi, Jenna. Um, if you're willing to go there, like, allow yourself to go. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Um, but it talks about people that have had near death experiences and where they go. They've talked about. Um, babies before they come here, they talked about new soul and old soul. If you've heard of the saying like, oh, you're such an old soul, meaning someone has a ton of wisdom and this probably isn't their first time here on earth is what I'm referencing. Um, it is fantastic to read or to listen to. I highly recommend listening to it. It's such a good book. If you've got a long drive, if you just want to listen to it and plug it in every once in a while. If you read it, come sl- ch- come send me a message on Instagram and we can geek out on this together because it's so good. But 
I do believe that he was hanging out, waiting on us for the time to be right. I had to go through a tremendous amount of healing in my body, and we had to slow way down, and that just so happened to be during the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that forced us to slow down. <laughs> yeah. It did. Like a mm -hmm. lot of people. A lot of people. And then you start to think, gosh, what really matters, and what do we want these next, our next chapter of our life to look like? Um, but yeah, and... I think just like when people pass on, I think that they still kind of linger around and, um, oh, I want to read hers in a second. I think that they, they linger around and they just kind of see what's going on. Like I have a grandma that's passed and all of a sudden I'll just feel her like in the room and then I'll get a little message or a feeling from her and then it's gone. And I, I think that's what it's like. And I... I think that our focus as humans is so finite to what is actually around us. Oh, my phone's about to die. Um, you know, I just think that there's so much more than what's, what meets the eye, especially if you do meditation, um, especially if you've ever done any psychedelics and things like that to really open up and experience that part. But for sure, for sure, there's more than meets the eye. Um, let me read this. Becca, that story of your grandmother visiting you was so wild. Wasn't that so freaking amazing? Like, walking up to the bench and it had her name on it. Uh, Jenna, my three-year-old kept saying this about an adult we know. She kept saying, you remember when they were little? Wish I remembered the whole story, but she was determined, right? Isn't it so cool? You were shook. Isn't it so cool? Like, uh, so yeah, the... The, a family member, her daughter, was saying things like, Daddy used to be my baby when I was here before. And the mother was like, here, like, what do you mean by here before? She goes, here, like, on earth before. And when Damien starts talking and sharing his stuff, like, I'm going to write all this stuff down. <laughs> um, and just sort of, like, allow him to share it. You know what I mean? Not probe him, but just, like, allow him to explain anything like what was it like before you know um yeah goosebumps right so it's so cool um I'm such a freak when it comes to these things because I I love all of it I love the esoteric I love the mystical uh all of the things are so exciting uh Becca says I've been visited in dreams by each person who's died in my life yeah so powerful. Yeah, Jenna, they do just know. Um, if you were on my Instagram stories today, I was saying, I woke up this morning and I came out and I was like, Drew, uh, John Mayer has an amazing house. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I had a dream that we were at his house. And it's so funny how vivid dreams are. Like, I can still remember it. It's like right here. And we were at John Mayer's house in at one of his houses in L.A., and he was so giddy and so happy to have everybody over. And he's like, all right, everybody, um, let, let's all go down to the basement. So we all go down to the basement. And he, like, had this stage, like, amazing, incredible stage in his basement of L.A., right? And he, for, like, four hours, just played. <laughs> and we're like, um, this is cool and everything. Like, this is amazing. But here we are at your house and you're just like playing and riffing and just like you could tell he, he wanted everyone to be there for the ego side. You know what I mean? Um, and he was like telling everybody in the crowd like how easy it is to get laid and 
Um, it was just fucking hilarious. And so, yeah, this morning I woke up, had the dream, and I was like, Drew, I know what his house looks like. And it was so annoying because he just played for four hours and he was, we were just like, all right, like, can't really talk to the guy because he's on stage the whole time. <laughs> like, it was so weird. Um, but then what's really interesting is this whole day today, uh, like, John Mayer popped up on my Spotify, um, on an Instagram thing. Someone else was talking about it and I was like, what's up with John Mayer? Like, what's going on with him today? And, um... Someone was in my DMs too, was saying that he was uh, time traveling, or no, he was um, astral projecting and being in people's dreams. Do you do you believe in that? What? Astral projecting. Like, do you believe you time you travel in your dreams? Like, Drew made me another drink. Maybe. Cheers. Happy Friday. Is it Friday? It is Friday. Maybe. What day is it? What time is it? It's Friday. You do believe it? I mean, I don't know. Well, you have like <laughs> these. Well, okay. I mean, the obvious immediate answer is no. Because. Why? You're saying. Because. Physically, if you look across the room or across the street, you can't just, like, zoom there. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like there's a whole level of being alive um, that there are these, like, little rules that can be broken that don't necessarily always have to apply you know, at a, at like a quantum scale, at a very small, tiny scale, you can do different things with, that don't seem possible mm-hmm. normally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you are able just to do that bigger, <laughs> you know, like if it can happen at a tiny scale, why can't it happen at a bigger scale? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Also, we're all connected. We're all living beings. We're all made of the same stuff. Why couldn't we all of a sudden zoom somewhere or not? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're able to tap into the right frequency or the right whatever. I mean, our experiences are literally just what our own physical experiences are. And every single one of those, even, is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Right, like you might see a color slightly different than I see a right. color. Then that's I smell something that might smell a little different to you. And experiences, like full on, right? Any sort of experience is so interpreted by people's beliefs and previous memories and like the whole the whole filter that we all carry. Right. Emotions. Right. So even so, even just in that. Um. So that, that, that is a different experience. So I, I just think that we don't know everything, obviously, and a lot of, um, living beings are living a completely different life and world than we are. So who knows? Right. And we don't know what dreams really even are either. 
for all we know, we are astral projecting and going to all these weird places and other dimensions in our dreams because we're completely open and our uh -huh. consciousness is just bouncing somewhere else. Uh -huh. um, or it's literally kind of like, I like to think of like brains, like a radio station. So maybe when we're sleeping, it's literally just the channels that are changing and getting scrambled around and mm -hmm. we're just kind of like hopping around to all these different like, frequencies or different planes of existence and um, until we wake up and then all of a sudden we're back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could be that. Yeah. It could be something similar to that. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to control that energy and that control of that thought process and whatever, maybe you could. Where you're slightly awake and yet you're in a dream state. Well, lucid dreaming ever done lucid dreaming no because you freaked me out on you're like i i can't do that and you, i did it once and then i you couldn't move your body or something no i could no i did lucid dreaming but i don't Didn't like you to turn do around it. at yourself or something weird no i don't like to do it because it can really from what i've read is it can actually mess up your sleep mm. where you're always lucid dreaming instead of just when you want to mm. So, well, fuck that article. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> kidding. you don't always want to be doing that. Oh, but way cooler experience. But sometimes just sleeping and not knowing <laughs> what the fuck happened the last eight hours and waking up, you're like, God damn, I feel good. I know, you never like, dream. that's great. You never dream. I dream. You do? I just dream fucked up shit. And you don't I don't like talking about the dreams. Oh, I share all my weird shit great. with you. A lot of times dreams are not. No, I have dreams. horrible dreams, horrible dreams. Yeah. And like, you know, there'll be dreams where you're cheating on me and I'll open my eyes and you're on the other pillow across from me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking mad at you right now. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're like sawing logs and yeah, but those no, are, I mean, those dreams. are the I worst. Remember, I have dreams, but yeah, I think you have a little bit more vivid incredibly vivid you remember them much more than i do because I, I pull them like to the front like i sit there and i will like i'll keep my eyes closed but i will rehash the whole thing mm -hmm. and then i'm like and then i'm gonna go tell you about it right like the john mayer thing today that i was telling them right where i was like got a tour of his house but then he played music for yeah. four hours and it was so I've annoying had intense dreams i've had dreams where i talked to god and stuff you have? Yeah. You've not shared that when with me. When I was me. a kid, I had a dream, and God came to me, and um, he told me to, well, he didn't tell me to do it necessarily, but he showed me this picture, and it was an icon of the step, the stairway to heaven, mm -hmm. and it had, on like, the different steps leading up to this gate, it had... Um, like the disciples and angels and all this stuff and then it had also an, an, a way down oh maybe you did share this with me yeah Why i talked you... to my priest at the time when i was a kid yeah i had a lot of weird stuff like that where i was a kid like spiritual experiences as, as a kid Mhm. Mm and um he was like oh wow uh you know you're you're close with god <laughs> that was about it. Like, that was it. I was like, okay, oh my all right, gosh. cool. And I just went on my merry way. But what could he say? I don't know. What do you say? He's like, all right, kid, you got to learn. But like, you got to walk up instead of backwards. I don't know. What, I, do you, what I would you have wanted? What did you want him to say? 
this would be a really cool song if you sat with it and like just let it kind of live through you. I bet you could write a really fucking cool song to that. That could be like an album cover. Yeah. Well, Led Zeppelin already wrote Stairway to Heaven. So. Yours is different. Tonight. You could be Ascension to Kevin. I almost said Kevin. Ascension to Kevin. Ascension to Kevin. <laughs> Almighty Kevin. Only you guys will know what that means. <laughs> Almighty Kevin. May your chili spill down upon the, the wicked. Yeah, for real. They're loving your thought process, by the way. Oh. Nothing is coincidence. So true. Um, yeah, this, I feel like you could birth like a really cool something out of it. It's so what you're playing in right now. Like your music that you're writing is so duality. Mm-hmm. What? peaking a little bit sometimes. Oh. Um, but you're in, you're playing in the world of duality so much right now. So maybe it's like full circle coming through. Could be. Mm-hmm. That's what, it, so... My project, my musical project, Umber Maze, is just that. The whole band, the whole group, everything, the music, ties into dualism and duality. Uh, that's why everything within our... like We have like symbols and things coming up, and it's all black and white, kind of yin and yang kind of thing. And um, we have a video coming out. In the video, I'm wearing a black shirt with a white square, and Miko's wearing a white shirt with a black square. Mm-hmm. So, kind of playing on all of those those ideas, and uh, that's also why we released our first single, "Ghost in Your Eyes," on December twenty first, twenty twenty one. Because, well, all of the things. I mean, that's literally the winter solstice and the darkest day. Uh, or the most night, right? Um, and it's right on that line of the light and darkness. Days getting longer, shorter. Also, the number, the numbers to it all, 12, 21, 2021. 20, um, all of it ties in together. And that's what a lot of the project is about. That's what a lot of the music is about. And just kind of questioning everything. That is the whole idea mm-hmm. of that of umber maze is to question everything that we would normally do and if it feels uncomfortable that's exactly what we need to do then yeah like if it doesn't feel safe or if it makes us feel weird a little bit like that's the idea that's the point and if we feel that way then we need to like turn into it instead of turning away from it right and that's the that's the whole project. And it's so interesting that project. you say that because literally that's what you feel when you listen to it too. Because you're like trying to, like when I first heard it, you're like trying to pinpoint what's like, it. it's different, right? So you're trying to like pinpoint what's going on. You're trying to pinpoint like, what are they expressing here? Like what's the vibe, right? So it kind of comes in like a little bit like that, but that's exactly what you're trying to do. And so it's, that's so cool. Sort of like the product of the energy in which we, we create and we play with, right? I don't know. It's so fascinating. So that's what Umber Maze is about. You can find us online, Spotify, all the places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Um, Capricorn energy. They're talking about your Capricorn energy. They're like Capricorn energy coming through strong. And it's Capricorn sun in Capricorn right now. I think it's still in Capricorn. Um, 
Mercury in retrograde as of today. Always. No, it's not always. Feels but like it. but there's like five signs in Earth right now, so you. All right, we had to take a break. Or actually, the phone died. <laughs> phone died, and we're back. Mercury in retrograde. <gasps> That's a sign. What? Mercury in retrograde. Technology fails. <laughs> Literally. No, technology Jenna's did not back. fail. This technology is... did exactly what it's supposed to do. We no, no, no. No, Mercury in retrograde is like shit storm. And so basically, actually, I just had this thought and I need to do it. Um, we need to back up all of the photos of Damien and videos because Mercury in retrograde can like throw that stuff. See? Jenna even says nothing is a coincidence. <laughs> we had to be kicked off. To come back in and, and persevere. I don't know. We've been talking for an hour, but we, oh. you and I could talk for, well, we're going to talk the rest of our lives, but you know what I mean. Woo! Drink two. Okay. So, <laughs> Capricorns. Capricorns. Oh, bad filter. Oh, well. We're Get rolling a better filter. It. I don't know how to change it. It's fine. It's just really dark. Ba -da -ba -ba. Everyone loves you, Drew. Well, I love them. <laughs> with a capital, Jenna, we need to all meet up. L. I love them with a capital O. Um, we were gonna listen to your song too, but it's probably hard to listen on there. Hi, Nikki. Well, Who are you? Welcome. <laughs> Nikki, so we're talking Nikki about says, who are you people? We're talking about Umber Maze. We talked about some things. We're recording a podcast. My name is Shauna. This is my husband, Drew. We are live recording our podcast. It's episode 69. We're drinking whiskey, so it's probably going to get a little saucy. And we talk about weird things like aliens and consciousness and music. orgasms. And so if you vibe with that, keep hanging out with us. And music <laughs> and business and nothing and everything. I know. Everyone loves Drew. Yes. I think why I have an aversion to Capricornism. It's an ism now. Because I think of peppercorn. Oh. And then I'm like. You were like, I don't want to be a peppercorn. And then I'm spicy. So when you do the of like the pepper, are you like, I hate this shit. When why I am I doing it? When I see a peppercorn, it? I'm saying, look at that Capricorn. And when I see a Capricorn, I say, look at that peppercorn. How about being a cancer? Like, that in itself. I don't like, like that either. Why didn't they just say can cancerian? Be the cancerian. Nikki likes whiskey. That's good. Um, oh, no. Jesus <laughs> Christos. It's blinding. Um, sorry, podcast listeners. It's quite the show. If you do want to watch the video, it'll be on the gram. If you're... If you're this far into the podcast still, you're a hardcore they, they're, lifer. They're either like, they like it, or they're like, I'm on a long drive and I can't reach for my phone right now and change it. Yeah, I'm, I've been taking a poop and my phone is across An hour? the bathroom. Although I, mean, I wouldn't put it past you, like, I swear to God. What is it with men? They like, they go into the bathroom and you see them, they like, they take their cell phone <laughs> And they're in the bathroom for like three hours, and you're like, doesn't your leg get numb? Like you're on there just sitting. Well, it was squatty potty, so I'm good. Not upstairs, only in the basement. Exactly. Where do I go? Upstairs. I don't go upstairs. 
Yeah. Shauna yeah. keeps me in the basement now. Yeah, uh, actually. I'm not allowed to go. He hasn't seen the light of day in weeks and months. Exactly. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. So, oh. peppercorns, capricorns. Cancers, but I like so cancerian. Yeah, why why aren't we just called cancerians and not making it like I'm a cancer? Because I feel like sometimes that's like a little too much. I am statement. Can't yes. I am statement. But then I try to make it a positive thing. Mm. <sighs> well, we didn't solve that problem, so what else? <laughs> I don't know, but doesn't it? I mean, anytime. Any astrology people are talking, they're always like, retrograde this, retrograde that. Okay. I got a moon in my up. I got a moon in my pocket. Got a moon on my toe. Got a moon on my nose. I don't know what to know. Yo. No. Fuck. It's fuck. It's a language that you have to study. Like, you have to understand what the first house, second house, third house... Oh, like, don't even get me started about the houses. You have to understand the houses. Dude, how many mortgages the, do it's, these here, It's have? so easy. Fuck. There's 12 houses and there's 12 signs, right? Okay. And if you... It's like... I don't know. What other game is there 12 and 12 of or something? But, like, you just learn, like, what? the character... You love games. I'm trying to relate it to games. I do enjoy games. Everybody wants to talk about games. This about is games? a game. You Literally the game of life. You don't even know what to say. You're okay. like, How so you, un, you like the character are the astrology signs. So you God. literally play with the character. And then that the house is where you get to go deep. What are you doing with that? I'm so scared of peeking. Of what? Peeking. Okay. It being Sound. too loud. Sound. Loud. I'm a, I'm a musician and. Yeah, you do get really worried about that. I have good mic techniques and I don't like peeking. <sighs> when you get more light in this biznatch. Okay, so, anyways, that's that's astrology. Um, we talked, you want to talk about orgasmic manifestation? Yeah, I don't care. Do you? I don't care. Okay, let's, oh, I don't care. Because I didn't know if you it's would recording. want to talk about it. Well, I mean. Oh, see, it's picking it up. It's, up. That's, um, it's episode 69. Okay, then. It, in, yeah. Let's talk about orgasmic manifestation. Oh boy, here we go, everybody. Uh, that did not help at all. Perfect. <laughs> That's like that. Literally, is just like a me light. Oh no, it kind of, it kind of totally did not help. It kind of. So what did. if? Yeah, talk about that if you want. Talk about me. One time, I lit up some lights. Oh my gosh! My yes, so we were at a gig. Did we already talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. Uh oh, that needs a charger too. See, Mercury retrograde. We have like there is an extension cord with eighty-five things plugged in right now. Um. Okay, so we were. I'll talk to you guys. So we were at. You're out, Jenna. Um. We were at Drew's gig, First Avenue, and we were getting all set up and like, uh, baby monitors going off, but we're plugging it in. We were getting ready and like. It's so funny to watch him when he is in his element. Like, he's so in his element. And he was, like, going going into the venue and you could just see, like, he was going to have this really powerful gig. And it was so amazing that night. But you know when you're, like, in your element with whatever your element is and you're really feeling it and it's so powerful? 
Well, anyways, we're getting the merch table all set up. And I have this, like, when I set out the merch, I have, like, all their um, shirts and I've got CDs and stuff like that. And I started recently bringing, like, recently, oh, my God, like, two years ago now, um, a string of lights to, like, put up on the merch table. But it requires a battery to, like, run this uh, string of lights. So Drew comes over in his energy, like, I'm going to play tonight energy, and touches the string of lights. No battery in it, and they all light up. What? <laughs> like, what in the world just happened? Like, so crazy. Um, yeah, so I think that's just such a testament to how powerful we truly are and how we are seriously energetic beings and how we can, like, literally spark things into happening. Isn't that so cool? Right, Nikki? Like, oh my gosh, WTF. Uh, so that happens. What else? Are I'm, you refilling? He's electric. <laughs> um, what does that mean? I need to know what retrograde means. Okay, so have you ever let a good example to really think about planets and, and like, you know how people say when there's a full moon that there's just weird energy in there. They're always like, you don't want to be at a hospital on a full moon or um, traffic is weird during a full moon. Have you ever felt that before? Who asked that question? Werewolves. Ash. Ash. Um, have you ever felt that before? Like a full moon, maybe also your period can sink on a, a full moon where you'll actually, like for me, if you're not taking birth control and you're just like, you know, no birth control involved, just natural your period can actually sync with the moon. Yes, see? Um, Let's talk about that for a second. After retrograde. But isn't that fascinating, right? You're feeling it right now. Okay. So, um, that that I, I just think that's really cool. As women, we sync with the moon. So that's one really, a quick way to explain, like, energy with a planet, right? So when Mercury is in retrograde, Mercury is really tied to technology. And so what can happen during Mercury in retrograde when people say that is like back up your systems, back up your technology. It's also a time for not just technology, but it can be a reflection time. So I don't know if it's winter where you are right now. Just started your cycle. Yeah. Um, so if it's winter where you are right now, notice how different you are in the winter as you are in the summer. Like you're totally, you're two different people, I'm guessing, right? Summer energy is like, rah, 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 let's go. Let's do all the things. Woo. Like stay up all night, party all day, whatever. Um, and then winter energy is like, I want to rest. I want to reflect. I want to go inward. Yeah. Missouri. I'm from Minnesota. So if you can think about. We both have M's in our states. <laughs> We both have <laughs> What? Sorry, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she, she could have been from like Sorry, Australia. Yeah, I don't good. know. Good know. lord. Um, okay, Go so. End states. But Mercury in retrograde, spinning backwards, is essentially like, when you think of it in, in astrology terms, it's like spinning backwards. You're meant to slow down. It's like the winter time. When Mercury is in retrograde, think of winter. Think of like cocooning in. Think of reflection. Think of unearthing things that need to come to the surface. The conversation that you need to have, right? That conversation, whatever comes up when I say that. 
Um, so you really want to reflect, you want to journal, you want to meditate, you want to practice self-care. And that's just like, that's just like the moon, right? It's just like the cycles of the moon where, you know, when you're in ovulation time, it's like peak energy. It's like summertime energy. When you are in menstruation time, it's like, I want to hide it under the covers. So you can think about Mercury in retrograde, hiding it under the covers, working through what you need to work through. And then when you come out of retrograde, you're ready to move forward, right? Like, like when you're done with your period, you're like, I'm done with this. I'm ready to move forward. Let's go. Got shit to do. I want to get out from the covers. Let's go. So that's all Mercury in retrograde is. And tying that into your business. Yeah. Is a thing you should do too. Oh my gosh. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) Um, which we could totally talk about at some point. I'll do like a women's podcast episode where we talk about ovulation, menstruation, how it ties to your business. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur like me and you're like, when do I launch things? When do I do things? When do I show up on video? You can literally look at your cycles. Hi, Jesse. Jesse's here. You're so welcome. I'm happy that helped. Can we talk about the whole cycle lining up with the moon and or other women, like groups of women? Yeah, isn't that weird? Don't there's all, tell me. There's all women on here, so you're in good company. Don't fucking tell me that you can't go astral project when legit your cycles can sync sync together. That is okay. That that's wild. That is that is wild. That but that is the unseen energy that exists. That's what I and mean. Women are so motherfucking powerful. Yeah. If we even understood, if we even understood how insanely powerful we are, which I think our generation is waking up to this. The fact that every single human being on this planet came from a woman, and the fact that, like, I had the biggest breakthrough experience with my son. So I had a crazy story of how he was brought into the world, which I'm not going to share the whole story here. You can listen to an old podcast episode on that. But the fact that we had an emergency c-section and he was on a completely different floor from me i didn't even touch him wasn't even couldn't even touch a toe like he was out of the room after i had him and i was you know left there to to heal and all this stuff and brought up to my room and you know go went through so much sadness so much depression so much just like i've never been to these depths of my soul ever And I was in this room, hospital room, by myself, hours after an emergency C-section. And, you know, they're expressing my breast to try to get, you know, colostrum out for him. And thankfully, they got all, they got what they needed. And then eventually, we were allowed to go down to see him. The moment that my body got close to proximity to him in his isolate unit, like, my boobs were doing this. My uterus was doing this. It was unbelievable. And my body was like, like being pulled to him. Like, like this energy that I have never felt before. And I got out of my, um, what was I in? Wheelchair. Got out of my wheelchair, like aching, like so much pain. This was like two days after I gave birth. Wasn't it? No, you, you, we went by and we him. did the touch. Yeah, we did but the that, touch. But that I was I was on morphine and everything. Touch, yeah. But anyways, when I got up, right? So I was in wheelchair, wheeling into his room. He was in the NICU. 
and standing up and it was like my whole body like I've never felt anything more energetic profound like I had no control over what was happening to like muscles moving in my system than that moment and I remember talking to the NICU nurse and I was like I, I'm like I feel like I'm having like uterine contractions and like my boobs are doing this and she's like that's normal <laughs> yeah chill out. You're, you're waking him up you're like he's what? like wrestling oh he's like right mom you're talking like, about me he is moving yeah. that your energy is literally no, waking it is. up the baby right now yeah it probably yeah. is but that's what i mean but that's is that it but that's but what's women. what i'm saying is the, the idea of of these different thought processes of like what can we do metaphysically or what can we do once we change our mindset what can we do when we literally have a clear mind and talk about manifestation or affirmations and all these different things like there's a mm -hmm. we don't even know don't i don't even think know. some people do know but the masses it's just it's not a normal thing because it requires all of us to break out of like the 3d matter the the five senses the taste smell touch and to like really do a journey inward like i think that's where it all starts is if you want to know more about it you have to sit in meditation you have to slow down otherwise we get so caught up in like the technology the go 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 the social media the how can i make a million dollars doing this next thing or you know which nothing wrong with making money it's just like when do we slow down and reflect on how powerful we really are you yeah. know women are the stargates yes you're legit a walking like vessel to god to the ether one thing that really hit me that someone was saying lately <laughs> so or recently she was like she goes women this is so ridiculous she's like talking about women and their power she goes, all, like, majority of men, I'm not going to say all, but, like, majority of men, like, why are they trying to excel in their careers? Why are they trying to have all the, the fancy things, like, have the nice car, have the blah, 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 blah. They're like, it's for you, women. Like, as soon as women can get behind the fact of, like, how powerful we really are and how so much, if we can get into this receptive mode of understanding that we can literally attract so much to our lives whether it's money you know a, a partner a career um abundance in any way we're such a match for it because we're the receiver we're such a match for it anyways orgasmic manifestation is such a fucking awesome topic and let's just talk about the law of attraction for a second. If you're brand new, Kayla's back. If you're brand new to what is the law of attraction, let's just make it super simple and then I'll apply this other piece to it. Law of attraction is you think about the thing, right? So you're like, I'm, I'm manifesting. When you're in the state of manifestation, you're thinking about the thing as if you already have the thing, right? It's complete. And what you're trying to do is create this complete energy between you and the thing that you desire, between you and the thing that you want. That is the basic rules of law of attraction. But what gets in the way are limiting beliefs, fear, not being enough, 
past memories of, you know, whatever it is, every, every reason why you can't have the thing that you want. So therefore it stunts the, 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 the time in which it comes to you, right? That's the basics of law of attraction. If you have watched The Secret before, then you'll know that they'll be like, all right, you're walking into your dream car, you're sitting in the front seat, you're putting your hands on the steering wheel, what kind of car is it, <laughs> right? And then it's like, now you're driving and you roll the windows down and you are having this experience and you, you're in your dream car, it is there. And your logical mind might be saying, I'm not in a fucking car. Like, I'm just sitting here, uh, like, putting my hands out in space. There's no car there, right? And so then we stunt the time in which it actually comes to you. Now, if we lived in a world where everything worked super easy with the law of attraction, we'd be manifesting like this, right? But here's what's really cool. With orgasmic manifestation, if you think about it, what is an orgasm? An orgasm, Becca's back, an orgasm is euphoria. It is an open channel. It is peak state. It is the only thing that you're thinking about is absolute pure bliss, right? And when you're, when you're in this state of absolute pure bliss, and it's just like, this is incredible, and it lasts for like that long, right? Unless you're doing cool things but it lasts for like a hot minute hot couple seconds and then it's done everything that I just told you with the law of attraction where we allow time to come in between and we allow fear to come to in between and emotions to come between when you're thinking of what you want to call into your life career relationships new body business whatever it doesn't matter whatever it is that you're wanting to call in think about it in that moment you don't need to tell your partner. You don't need to be like, I'm manifesting this thing in, right? But, or I should say, you, you're a clear channel to whatever it is in that moment, and you're planting a seed for your future self. Do you get what I'm saying? So don't waste an orgasm. Don't waste a moment not thinking about the thing that you're wanting to call in. If you're thinking, if you're with your partner or with yourself, and you're like, all right, I listened to Shauna's podcast and she talked about orgasmic manifestation. I'm going to try this shit out. And you're like, I'm thinking of the thing. And if all of a sudden you're like, now you're thinking about what you're making for dinner or what you're going to pack in your kid's school backpack or what you're going to be doing, blah, 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 blah. That doesn't matter. That energy is so wasted. That is literally like life force energy. When else in your day are you ever in an orgasmic moment. So it's like, don't waste it. Use it for your power. And this is where full circle moment, when we think about women and their power, like how women have the ability to make a baby. <laughs> like, have you ever looked at your baby? And you're like, like, I made that eyelash and that finger and those cute lips and those that these eyeballs. And you're just like, how? How did this happen? And pull in whatever you want in those moments. And it's like you're planting a seed out in the cosmos to to be created and to come into your life. Like the way when we created Damien, we were in a state of like manifesting him, manifesting this baby into the world. 
having pure joy, pure fun, excitement, and then pregnant like that. Not to say that that's how it always happens for everybody. That's just our story. So, well, that's the, that's that the tea on orgasm. The idea that um, energy is produced and flowing through a person mm-hmm. during orgasm and that can be used to create a person but also to create something else you want in your life. So much truth. And like harnessing that energy or whatever. Yeah, like why waste it? Like if you're in that moment and like the more orgasms the better. Yeah. Because I don't know, I have the flip side too, people say like no, no, I think that's then, some weird ass shit. Sorry, I don't uh, agree with any of that. Do you want to go 21 days without releasing? I've gone to so many days on both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the... the you can, because you're a Capricorn, but you know, not a I lot mean, of people want I don't prefer to do that. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you but that. I think if you... Well, okay, so what we're talking about is there's... There are other, there's books out there that are like, what is it? The way... Essentially, it's like, don't... Don't? Men shouldn't ejaculate for so many days. Yeah. To harness their power. Your life force. So then they can focus and do all these other things. And they're like, if you haven't ejaculated in X amount of days, you're going to have the power to like focus and do all these things. Which I think for a guy might work. I don't know. I mean, you're, you, I think men, but it's also like how men are brought up though too. Cause society's like men and, you know, masturbating all the time is totally fine. But if a woman is masturbating, it's like so taboo. It is like, oh no, she can't touch her own body. How dare she, you know, have reached her life force energy. Well, they don't talk about women not doing it for life force. It's only men. I know. I mean, is that a thing? Well, I think in order, I think for, this is why I think sex is so powerful, is it's like, if you can time it where both of you do it at the same time with the same intention, I think that shit just freaking rains from the ceiling. Like, I, I mean, personally, we've manifested some really cool stuff in our lives, and I think we're about to manifest something really amazing that we've been planting seeds out there in the universe for but it's like there's no other way for a man to experience like touching the cosmos touching creation if it isn't through a woman (laughs) don't you think what what do you don't you think well i mean it takes two to tango but i guess i take that back maybe it's not the only way but i just think how I mean, else are they in a space where literally it is the gateway between here and there? Does that make sense? Like if you're if you're in now people are gonna come at me now and be like, what the fuck? But <laughs> like I have a partner, rah, rah, rah. it just hear me out, okay? Let Alright, let's talk this through. Okay, there's a All womb. Right. The womb space is literally the bridge between here. It's the oven. Yeah, and it's the, it's the Stargate. It's and the, and yeah. the cosmos and God and spirit and infinite, right? So, in order to, like, 
experience that as men. Like women can experience this themselves anytime that they want, right? Right. Which segue, I truly believe the cure to COVID is orgasms. Oh god. <laughs> now now you're now you're just baiting people. Now I don't care. People. Come at me, I don't care. Um, no, I think if you have more orgasms, oh you're probably God. gonna, you're probably gonna... Yeah, if people can fucking if, breathe, like, come on. It doesn't... Okay, whatever. This is just my thought. It doesn't mean it's real. Whatever. <laughs> Where was I at now? All of this is dictated, not read. What? Nothing. Okay, so, the, yeah... I just think like orgasms are cool. That's or, what it comes down to. Yeah, and Ultimately, like never let it, it and never <laughs> like I think women are also programmed to be like, oh, let's just get it over with. And it's like, if we even knew, <laughs> if we like, if this started out from a young age, of just like, hey, you are a woman, you are a goddess walking on earth, you are a portal between here and Lord who knows where, right? And if women understood to not be shamed of their body and shamed of, like, the fact that they enjoy an orgasm, they enjoy their body, I think more women would be so much... It wouldn't be like, oh, it's a chore. I need to just do this with my spouse and get it over with. It's like, no, this is so much more for you and, like, an experience with your partner. But, like, really think about yourself. Like, what are you wanting to call into your life? You have this moment. It's a couple seconds where it's like a doorway opens and it's like, right? Yeah. (laughs) And what? Like, when people are, I've had friends who are like, yeah, I fake orgasms. And it's like, why? Who? Why? Why? Why would you ever do that? Because it's the, because they haven't had enough time to get in the mood and the vibe and the things. But then, like, just... Take more time. Yeah. What's the deal? But say what you need. Say what you want. Yeah. And like, what's the rush? What are we all rushing to? Our cell phones? Like, what are we rushing to? There's nothing to rush to. Slow down. Soak it it in. And here's the secret sauce. Like, the whole idea is to feel good. Why? I I don't get it. Why don't you want to feel good? Right. Why don't you want to feel Like, are you punishing yourself? Okay, is this like but some this, kind of like block that, that is a man's that is a man's point of view. Why don't you want to feel good? For women, it's so much of like from a young age, you you are supposed to like cover up. You are supposed <clears throat> yeah. to like if so, you aren't supposed to touch yourself as a, right. a girl. Like well, I like, don't know why though. I don't right? Like why is it okay for is men it, and it's or is boys? Is it a gaslighting thing or is it like a power thing? Is it a is it a is it because you can get pregnant and, I mean, obviously, like, that, that, that's a whole different toll on the body, socioeconomic issues, like, family structures, like, all those kind of things? Or, or is it straight up just, like, gaslighting and power? And, what do you think? You know what I mean? Like, why sh- women should be able to... And I think (laughs) more women are waking up to that. But I think that if, I think it's in a society where women have, I think it's like patriarchy type energy where it's like, we don't want women to know how powerful they are because they want women to look at the power to go like this. 
oh, it's the man. The man yeah. is the one in power. The man is going to save me. The man is going to provide for me. Which all is root chakra, by the way. Which, hello, where's the root chakra in the body? And so if women knew how much power they had in their root, would they necessarily need a man for safety, security, blah, 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 right? I think there's been that fear that has been pushed down women's throat. This is why I don't watch that Handmaid's Tale shit. Like, I had to turn that stuff off right away. I was just, like, horrible. Couldn't watch it. I'd have dreams about it. Not good. Um, but I think that's part of the reason why it's been so taboo for women to talk about this kind of stuff or to which I don't know I think there's I think there's a lot of people I don't I think girls grow up and it's just like you're alone in your bedroom and you're doing your thing and I think a lot of girls grow up figuring out their body and no one talks about it no one says anything and it's sort of like this suppression of like oh I feel so bad because I I touched myself it's your body it's your body right um, so what else can we say about this? I just feel so powerful about it. Like, I just, go just go and fuck. fuck. Yeah, fuck. go, well, of course, with, like, a person that you trust. and Because, you know, your energy connects. Yeah, I'm not saying literally. Yeah, don't go on Tinder. We're not telling you to go on Tinder tonight yeah, and go I'm not literally telling you. PSA, asterisk. PSA. Not literally. Just For those that are watching, what are what do you guys think about this? I just want to hear. Connect with, um, connect it's with a very it's a taboo topic, and so you know you may Why or may not want to. I don't understand it. I really don't get it. I mean, they literally. You're speaking teach you from you. a man's point of view again, though. Women don't normally talk well, even, about this no, kind of stuff unless they're general. with their girlfriends. Yeah. What's weird is like, hey, it's taboo, but we're still gonna teach it in schools. But, we're but they teach, teach it in you a really, by like, literally showing you like STDs. And you're like... Yeah, but that's what I mean. I, what? It's very weird. It's very interesting. Which makes me think that going... Let's come full circle here. Makes me think that there's more power in an orgasm than, than we want to be known. Want it to be known. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, say an orgasm was the power and way to manifest and do all these crazy things that you want to do in your life. Imagine if that was and it. And then the way that the system is set up is to scare you from it. Yes. Right. And that's why you La need to I turn just into totally it. made that soul out on the you podcast. just killed all the podcast <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry. But podcast that probably... when you have me on the show... You get a Capricorn. You get Capricorn worrying about peaking. Um... I, I there is absolutely more ears. power in the orgasm. Yes, Ash. Historically well, connected to the divinity within. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Can we talk <laughs> about the fact that an orgasm itself is very strange? Like the idea. The fact that you just like, like ah, brain explosion. <laughs> I don't know my name. I don't know how to talk right. Blah, blah, blah. But I think that's really, I think really when. Weird. There's I this, like, weird. separation of, like, the human and spirit. Maybe. Where it's, like, the human can yeah. kind of, like, 
watch for a second. Not you, but like, be like, it'll just kind of. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> not you. Preface. No, like the like. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, the yeah. the body will like quiet down, but like yeah. the soul is like, let's fucking go. And if you've ever been in an orgasm where all of a sudden you're like, you have your eyes closed, but you're like seeing light shoot out of your head, like pull that energy back in. So I've been doing this where it's like all of a sudden it'll be just like in my third eye. It's like, like literally tips of my toes to the top of my head. And before it can leave my body, I'm like, come back in. Like I want that life force energy to come back in, to be with me, to inspire me, to help me write, to help me create, to help me do xyz right maybe, but have you ever felt that where it's like maybe, it goes um, right here dreaming is just real life no maybe uh sleep is like you i don't watch maybe dreaming is your brain's orgasm like you're sleeping because it's kind of the same thing like from what we were talking about earlier is like maybe when you're dreaming you're jumping into these different realms and things but when you orgasm that's literally like the key and the connection to to wherever life comes from let's think of it like this like let's just think about this for a second so you we saw the movie soul yes the disney movie soul which is really cool that's a great movie yeah and it's really cool concept and how they package this kind of conversation that we're having in a Disney movie way. Yeah. Which it's is It's so weird. good for kids to see that. Or, like, But not, parents, not, they're not talking about orgasm. Or, like, Anglo-Saxon, <laughs> like, Middle America, whoever. Um, people who do not normally have these conversations or right. only think that life is a certain way. That's kind of a cool way to package it. It breaks them out of the matrix. Right. Or this whole idea of just, like... <clears throat> anyway. Like, maybe the orgasm... Because that is the moment of, I don't know if that's necessarily the moment of conception, but it's the moment of connection to create conception. You told me a cool thing about conception. What? What did I tell The you? moment the egg and the sperm come oh, together. Oh, yeah. They recently figured out that the moment that the egg and the sperm, the winner, gets in and fertilizes the egg, the, the sec, like, once that happens, that moment happens the egg uh, shoots out, like it bursts zinc. That's so cool. Which is like a metallic, uh, like it's, it's, it's a, it, it's just, I don't understand why, but they say I'm that Googling that is it. some sort, for some reason, that is the conduit to create and set off everything within the body. Um, it's really cool. But they literally saw it on a microscope. Like, they were able to see it happen. And they were able to sh see that zinc just poof, shoots out. And then it sets off all of the all of the next steps for life. That's so cool. But maybe the orgasm but is, is literally, like, when you feel that good, it's because you're connecting into the, the other world, whatever right. it might be. Uh, that spirits or energy or whatever live. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's why there's more power in it than we think. Or it could just be a flood of fucking feel-good dopamine. Nah. Like I like ecstasy. to believe that you're, like, touching, you're touching the cosmos at that point. I like to believe it, too, but 
Yeah, humans are funny. We make things up. <laughs> <laughs> so it could just be like, chemicals feel good. Give me chemicals. Uh, yeah, that is true. Because we're just like one big chemical machine walking around. Yeah, but I do think like... We're like a big meth lab. But you know how you feel after like around. you have a really good orgasm? You're just like... Like, shit just... The shit you were worried about prior to it, you just don't really care about. You're like, this is great. Like, what is there to worry about? It's sort of like being on a vacation times a hundred. It's just, you know, I don't know. It, Health well, I haven't done a lot of hard drugs, but it's like, no. you know, I mean, why not have an orgasm instead and just be like, that was amazing, right? Like, that was bliss. And like, because go, someone who's been on a bunch of drugs be like, yeah, but have you ever had an orgasm on drugs? <laughs> It's like really good then. <laughs> I can't imagine. I've heard <laughs> ecstasy is incredible, and yeah, I have you know, no idea. but I just I don't want to. Don't do drugs, kids. Dare. Dare. <laughs> Nancy Reagan. <laughs> Nixon. Yeah. Guns. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's true, but it's like you were born again. Yeah, says Nikki. Um. Oh, okay, another thought that you were saying zinc, and I know we were talking about COVID, because um, Kayla was talking, had a really good comment on here. She goes, I think there's something to it with what you're saying with COVID. Uh, we were trying for a baby the day I tested positive. She was in peak ovulation day, went in for it. Her symptoms ended up being pretty mild. Good. That's so good. Grounding cord Reiki meditation vibes. Yes, Becca. Yes. For real. Um, yeah, but what about, you know, this whole zinc thing? They're saying, you know, if you've kind of looked at the more holistic side of, like, help, like, people, what is the cocktail or whatever they talked about for a while? We haven't had COVID. Um, oh, podcast people. Sorry about that knock. Sorry, knocked on wood. Um, so, we haven't, but I've heard some close friends that have said, you know, they've had a protocol of zinc, vitamin D. What else? High doses of vitamin C there might have been in there too. Lots of water. Um, but that's something that's really powerful when you think of like the sperm and the egg coming together and the first thing that happens is this burst of zinc and also the thing that is needed to get through something like COVID is zinc. And also like common colds, right? Where everyone's like, take your zinc, have your zinc daily. We have zinc daily. Put it back your throat, gargle with it. We haven't had anything yet, but... We've also been... Not yet. We... Well, at all. When. No, no. It, we don't even have to get it. We don't. We really don't. Just orgasm our way through it. I'm gonna fuck through COVID. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you, COVID. Hey, COVID. Come here. I got my dick. I'm gonna fuck... <laughs> oh, my God. You... See, you're hitting all the ranges I'm on this. I'm gonna peak. <laughs> when I peak, I'm gonna peak on the mic, too. Ew. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Terrible. Sorry, everybody. Um... I apologize. That was very graphic. Yeah, yeah. Too much. Too much. I'm going to go on timeout now. Well, I'm going to leave... Since this is the 69 episode of the Bohemian Blonde podcast, there's one last thing that I want to say, and we can go from that. We've been on here for almost hour and 45 minutes. Um, last thing is this. If you want to have a really powerful orgasm, learn the art of, like, ridging and, like, going around it and, like... Tell, edging. Edging. Yes, I'm sorry. Not ridge. Yeah, edge. I was like trying to picture what it was. Edging. There's an 
like edging is a thing that you can explore with your partner and be like, hey, or yourself. And when you, when you get close, like, you know, the edge where you're about to climax, you're about to go to the orgasm is just take the, you know, take the pressure off, take the movement, like slow it all down and then go back in. And so what you can do is if you're in your head and you're manifesting the thing that you desire in your life, you can keep that in your head as you're doing the edging process, whether it's again, you yourself or with a partner And it just creates, like, you're playing with the law of attraction, right? You're playing with the energy. You're playing with orgasmic energy. And if you really, at at its core, if you can really think about it, what creates a baby? One orgasm, you, you know, hopefully two happening in that moment. But you're playing with, like, the absolute energy of creation. And whatever it is that you're looking to create play with it as you're edging, really think about it as you're orgasming. And if, if these other thoughts are coming in, like, I got to pack the kids backpacks, I got to do this, I got to clean the house, like, just know it's a wasted opportunity at this infinite potential of like planting a seed out in the future. And what's cool is when things can start shifting in your world, you have this intention, like we're going to be buying a house I won't say where, um, we're going to be buying a house somewhere and, um, we've been playing with it. Like just play with like, what is it like? Like you can visualize it in your head. You can visualize walking through the front door. You can also be really present in the moment with your partner. Like we can do both of the things simultaneously at the same time, because so many women are doing that no matter what in, in sex anyways, (laughs) like they're thinking about their to-do lists they're thinking about so many things while they're trying to be present with their partner. And so it's like, you know, don't waste them. Don't waste them. So, in honor of the 69th episode. Cheers. Any last thing you want to add to that from, like, a man's perspective? Uh, to what you just said? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... This was the 69th episode, so you, if there's... Go have 69. Yeah, just go 69. Yeah, go go edge around in 69. Go edge 6... Yeah. Make that your password. (laughs) Edge 69. Yes, brain and heart coherence. Um, We started our day with Joe Dispenza, and Nikki, it sounds like you are a Joe Dispenza fan, too. Empire Eclectic. I love the name. Hi. Um, Yes, brain and heart coherence, energy, particle and wave... Um, oh my gosh, all the things I've been taking so many notes. So, all right, you guys, thanks for tuning in for you guys on Instagram. We're going to say peace and we're going to close out the podcast right now. Anything else? That's it. I'll, I don't know. Next time I'll be on, but what whenever. episode do you want to come on? I don't know. So this is going to be uploaded today. I just know I want to do 69. <laughs> yeah, you know you wanted to do Because I'm a child, but, uh. No, it's all good. Because I'm a teenage boy. Melbourne, Australia. Oh, oh my no. gosh. Oh. Um, Empire Eclectic, what's your first name? Josue's on. What's up, Josue? Josue uh, is our drummer in the morning. Nikki, games. thanks for being here. It's fun to connect with you. I'm glad you hung out. Um, Melbourne, Australia. I went to school uh, in, like, right outside of Byron Bay. I went to school there for six months, and I miss it so much. Tiffany. Oh, so cool. We can keep talking. We can do a... I'm going to close out the podcast then. 
All right, podcast people, we're leaving you. We love you. Bye. Oh, my last little thing. What I always say, let's keep flirting with the universe. I'll see you again tomorrow for our 365 days of podcasting. Bye.